Hello everyone, good morning once again. So I'm coming to you all the way from the throne room of God to bring to you this morning's kingdom message. I hope we are all doing very well. So I pray that the word of God will speed ahead. I pray that his word will be added wherever it goes in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So from our last lesson, we learned that um, in the Holy Spirit, there is righteousness, there is peace, and there is joy. Okay, so there's righteousness first because the Holy Spirit will prove of all sin. This is what caused um, the tears after Ezra and the scribes had read and explained the remnants um the laws okay and then righteousness comes and there's peace okay because after after repentance and forgiveness god places his peace into our hearts to signify his oneness with us again okay so remember ezra told the people that god had already forgiven them and so they should proceed to celebrate okay and finally there is joy because eventually his peace gives us unexplainable joy that is life in the holy spirit okay so every time when peace is disturbed you need to ask the holy spirit inquire and do all you can so that he restores it so that your joy may be full okay so when i suggest move on straight to today's uh, message we're going to continue from the book of john chapter 2 and from verse um 12 okay it says that after jesus um after the first sign jesus performed um, at Cana in Galilee, he went down to Capernaum with his mother, with his mother, his brothers, and disciples, and he stayed there for a few days. Verse 13 says that the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple, he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons, and the money changers sitting there. And making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and oxen. And he poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And he told those who sold the pigeons, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. Okay. In the first place, when the temple was built, okay, in Second Chronicles chapter 17, verse 12, in response to King Solomon's um, um prayer, um, God assured him that he was like um in chapter 17 verse 12 it says i have heard your prayer and i've chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice god said now my eyes will be open and ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place for now i have chosen and consecrated this temple that my name may be there forever my eyes and my heart will always be there okay so it was this temple that um after it was rebuilt um, that business was going on there okay the pigeons okay they were all sacrificed or offering items needed for prayers okay like they were acceptable um um sacrificial items that was recommended by moses um okay so what happened was that these things were all right they were the okay or required items for worship but the problem jesus had was that they were being sold in the temple Okay, when you read Leviticus chapter 1 verse 14, it says that for burnt offerings of birds, you know, dove or young pigeons were advised, okay, and the cattle and the sheep were also required items in the worship of God, okay, but 
the problem we just had was that the temple is a place where God meets his children and the place must, you know, strictly maintain its prayerfulness and its sanctity. Okay. So in today's time, we go like, even though oil is used during service, Jesus is against its soul in the temple. Okay. He's against service being paused to market and sell oil, to market and sell water, to market and sell brain mantles, etc. To market and sell honey and all those things. Jesus is against it. Okay. The temple must maintain its holiness. The house of God must be respected and all must submit to the authority of the Holy Spirit. Sales and purchases of products can be conducted outside the meeting place of God and his people. Okay. The temple was built for worship. Okay, so let God have his due. The marketplace was built for sales and purchases. So let traders and consumers have their due. Okay, it is only through such strict decorum that the presence of God becomes palpable in the midst of the assembly of saints. Okay, presently, um, it's like this feature hardly exists anymore. It is very sad, okay, to note that when you count like 10 gatherings okay the presence will be experienced in probably just one okay most people have not even experienced the presence of god ever before even though they join the gathering of the saints every week to understand when 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 the rules of god are compromised when the when um when, this, when, the, when the rules of the Holy Spirit are compromised, the Holy Spirit leaves. He leaves the, he leaves the place for lack of reverence. When, when, when these things are taken for granted, Jesus comes and, like he said in, in the book of Revelation chapter 2 verse 5, he comes and then he removes the lampstand from its place. You understand? The light is taken out. Okay? The, the Spirit is taken out. So all you have left is just the building. All you have left is just the structure. All you have left is just um, the church building. You understand? But when see when the when, when the Holy Spirit's rules are compromised, He leaves the place for lack of respect and and your love for God. Because when you love God, that is when you you like you respect Him. When you truly love God, you really respect Him. Okay. So for His presence to remain, He gave specific instructions to Moses. If you remember, so like anyone who like defied His word. That person was just struck with death, okay. So there was discipline, and so his presence was always with the Israelites, okay. So indiscipline cannot survive in the presence of God, no. And something else I've noted is that you see, um, one way to identify like very genuine servants of God, I realized, okay, is that it's through their discipline, okay, and how they carry themselves about. You realize that. Um, very true genuine servants of God their speech there's something about their speech there's something about their responses there's something about um, the, their behavior toward like the behavior towards others okay there's, there's there's so much discipline with them see when you go through God's school when you go through God's um God's um training you come out a refined person you come out with with your speech so tamed you come out a different person okay so like i'm saying indiscipline and, and disrespect can never walk side by side with god 
okay the temple of god had been turned into a place of chaos and you see once again instead of the holy spirit men were rather ruling with their sales agreements men were issuing out agreements okay and they were expecting others to comply with these rules okay men were dictating here in god's house also men were bringing rules to the table here in god's temple too the rudiments of, of men were taking over the, the the entire land leaving no place for god okay but but the zeal of the father had consumed a certain leader he had taken it upon himself to effect change no matter the cost no matter the envy no matter the hatred he was consumed with zeal for the father and he knew this would end war for the people okay so this was happening here whereas we learned earlier that um jesus stormed um no when jesus was given the the charge when mary gave Jesus the charge okay and just took over he ensured that god's um principles or god's rules were rather you know superimposed over the rudiments of men here also in the temple of god this is the house of god he had the power he had that he, he had been given the charge to go ahead to do whatever god wanted him to do and the zeal of god had eaten him up okay i'd like to end here time is not on us i go well in in the next session, we will continue. God keep you. God guide you. God cause his upon you. Stay blessed. Have a blessed week because you are blessed. Amen.